Hexapod. Hexapod. Hello and welcome to Hexapod, a podcast on six legs. I'm Matt. And I'm Dylan. And we're recording this podcast as an assignment in Dr. Atkins' Biology and Human Concerns May term class at Transylvania University. So Dylan, why don't you tell them what we're going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about the Zika virus. All right, so a quick overview of what we're going to go over. We're going to start with just a brief summary of what the Zika virus is, just to give you a quick introduction. Then we're going to move into 10 interesting facts that you need to know about the Zika we're going to talk about some brief history, focusing on the last 10 years of the virus, and then we're going to focus on how it's dangerous and what you need to know to take precautionary measures. So why is the Zika important? So the CDC has confirmed more than 700 cases of Zika virus in 41 U.S. states and three U.S. territories. Just under 50% of the cases in the U.S. were acquired through travel while the rest were transmitted by mosquitoes. All locally acquired cases are in the U.S. territories, not U.S. states, with Puerto Rico accounting for 83% of the total. This is important because the virus could potentially move north into the United States and Canada. We need to be aware of the virus and prepare in case there is an outbreak in the U.S., So a brief summary of the Zika. So some key facts are the Zika virus disease is actually caused by virus transmitted primarily by the 80s mosquitoes. People with Zika virus disease can have symptoms that can include mild fever, skin rash, conjunctivitis, muscle and joint pain, and headaches. These symptoms normally last for two to seven days. There is no specific treatment or vaccine currently available for the Zika virus. The best form of prevention is protection against mosquito bites. The virus is known to circulate in Africa, the Americas, Asia, and the Pacific. So what are the signs and symptoms of the Zika virus? So the incubation period, which is the time from exposure to the symptoms of the Zika virus disease, is not clear but is likely to be a few days. The symptoms are similar to other infections, such as dengue, and include include fever, skin rashes, conjunctivitis, muscle and joint pain, and headache. These symptoms are usually mild, and as I already said, last around two to seven days. So how does the Zika virus get transmitted? So it is transmitted to people through the bite of an infected mosquito from the 80s genus. This is the same mosquito that transmits dengue and yellow fever. However, sexual transmission of Zika virus is also possible. Other modes of transmission, such as blood transfusion and perinatal transmission, are currently being investigated. Now on to the diagnosis of Zika virus. Infection with Zika virus may be suspected based on symptoms and recent history of travel. An example would be the resident or those who travel to an area where Zika virus is known to be present. 
Zika virus diagnosis can only be confirmed by laboratory testing for the presence of Zika virus RNA in the blood or other bodily fluids, such as urine or saliva. Now we're going to talk about the main ways to prevent from getting Zika virus. This can be done by using insect repellent regularly, wearing clothes that cover as much of the body as possible, installing physical barriers such as window screens in buildings, closed doors, and windows, and if needed, additional personal protection, such as sleeping under mosquito nets during the day. It is extremely important to empty, clean, or cover containers regularly that can store water such as buckets, drums, and pots, etc., Other mosquito breeding sites should be cleaned or removed, including flower pots, used tires, and roof gutters. Communities must support the efforts of the local government to reduce the density of mosquitoes in their locality. Efforts must be made to eliminate mosquito breeding sites, such as still water soon after rains and its accumulation in discarded containers and waste materials in and around houses. All right, so now that we've gone over a brief summary of what the Zika virus is, I'm going to go over just 10 interesting facts that you should probably know about the virus. All right, so first of all, one of the most important things to know is that the Zika virus is spread by mosquito bites and by sex. So the Zika is an RNA virus related to the West Nile, yellow fever, and dengue viruses, and it's passed on by the bite in an infected uh, 80s mosquito. So a person bitten by that 80s mosquito uh, will also then become viremic, which means that they can also pass Zika on to others. So as I mentioned, the Zika virus is also an STD. It can be sexually transmitted by men infected with Zika to both female and male partners. So if your male partner has had Zika or traveled to an area where Zika is spreading, condom use is advised for at least six months. In fact, the CDC recommends that if you're pregnant and your partner had or has Zika, or has even been exposed to mosquitoes in regions that have Zika, you should probably speak with your doctor and also consider using condoms or abstaining from sex throughout the pregnancy. Alright, so another fact you need to know about the virus is that symptoms of Zika virus are usually mild. So as Dylan mentioned earlier, the symptoms last between 2-7 to days, but 80% of people who become infected never even know they have it. They don't ever show any symptoms. But in those who do, the most common Zika virus symptoms are fever and rash. And it can also cause muscle and joint pain, headache, pain behind the eyes, and conjunctivitis, aka itchy or red eyes, according to the World Health Organization. All right, fact number three is that unborn babies are most at risk from Zika virus complications. When pregnant women are infected with Zika, the unborn child is also at risk. So unborn children are actually susceptible to severe brain abnormalities. All right, fact number four that you also need to know, there's no vaccine to protect against the Zika virus right now. So there is the rubella vaccination, uh, which is now doctors are, you know, they would encourage that for females during the reproductive ages to take this vaccine because it helps prevent against uh, miscarriages in pregnant women. It helps prevent against heart problems, blindness, and hearing loss and newborns. However, like I said, there's nothing right now that is specifically for the Zika virus. All right, fact number five is that the Zika virus began in Africa and it spread rapidly. So we're going to delve a little bit deeper into the history here in a minute. But uh, the virus was originally named the ZIKV, which was first discovered in 1947. 
in the forest in Uganda. So after the virus was discovered in 1947, there were outbreaks reported in 1951, throughout 1981 in Africa and Asia, and then even here recently in the 2000s as well. So fact number six uh, is that the Zika virus has reached Puerto Rico's mosquitoes and it may keep traveling north. This is why it makes it important to us uh, U.S. citizens because the disease may not be contained to the Central Americas. It has a possibility to reach mosquitoes in the Gulf Coast region and who knows where it can reach after that. So areas in the U.S. that are probably more vulnerable to the disease or more susceptible would probably be a better word are areas around Houston, New Orleans, Tampa, and just basically the entire Florida coast. Uh, these are all potential hot zones for tropical diseases because mosquitoes thrive there in that type of environment. So fact number seven and number eight are a little bit confusing, but number seven is that U.S. travelers are bringing the viral disease back with them. So this means that travelers are traveling to areas where the Zika virus is prevalent and they're picking the virus up there and bringing it back with them. Fact number eight is that travelers probably won't bring the infected mosquitoes along with them. So they, although they can bring the virus back, they're not going to physically bring the mosquitoes back with them. Uh, the mosquitoes don't live very long in adulthood, and it'd be very difficult for a mosquito to travel from areas in uh, Central America and Asia and the Pacific Islands back to the U.S. So as we've mentioned already, fact number nine is that you can help prevent the Zika infection from spreading by using insect repellents. So if you're a traveler and you like to see the world and you know you're going to an area that has a current Zika outbreak, it's important to take steps and use the right repellents that will help you avoid those 80s mosquitoes. Uh, that way you don't bring the Zika virus back to the U.S. So, and the 10th interesting fact is something that Dylan briefly mentioned, and it's the idea that mosquito control can help prevent Zika. So ways that you can control it is by cutting down the breeding grounds that mosquitoes have. So emptying uh, plant containers outside, making sure that flushing the toilet often, there's not stagnant water in toilet bowls inside the home, make sure that puddles outside aren't remaining stagnant for too long, um, make sure that bird baths are emptied frequently, and then make sure also any type of pulled water outdoors. Uh, just make sure that water doesn't stay stagnant. Mosquitoes will thrive in that stagnant water, and that's what helps them reproduce. All right, so there's 10 interesting facts you need to know about the Zika virus. Uh, Dylan's going to go over a brief history over the past 10 to 12 years. So, to talk about the history, we're going to start in 2007 where the Zika virus spread from Africa and Asia to cause the first large outbreak in humans on the Pacific Islands of Yap, the Federated States of Micronesia. Prior to this event, no outbreaks and only 14 cases of human Zika virus disease had been documented worldwide. 20 house-to-house -house surveys among the island's small population of 11,000 people identified 185 cases of suspected Zika virus disease. So in 2013-2014, the virus causes an outbreaks in four other groups of the Pacific Islands, the French Polynesia, the Easter Island, the Cook Islands, and New Caledonian. The outbreak in French Polynesia generating thousands of suspected infections is intensively investigated. The results 
of the retrospective and investigations are reported to who on November 24th, 2015 and in January of 2016. On March 2nd, 2015, Brazil notified who, which is the World Health Organization, of reports of an illness characterized by skin rash in northeastern states. From February 2015 to April 2015, nearly 7,000 cases of the illness with skin rash are reported in these states. All cases are mild with no reported deaths. Of 425 blood samples taken for differential diagnosis, 13% are positive for dengue. Tests for Measles, rubella, and intervirus are negative. Zika was not suspected at this stage, and no tests for Zika were carried out. On February 1st, 2016, the WHO declared that the recent association of Zika infection with other neurological disorders constitutes a public health emergency of international concern. All right, thanks, Dylan, for that brief history about the Zika virus. So now that we've talked about uh, a brief summary of what the Zika virus is, we've gone over some interesting facts. We talked about history in the past 10 years. also want to talk about how it's dangerous. So one of the things that makes the disease or the virus so dangerous is the fact that there's not a lot of well-known research out there as of right now. As we've mentioned a couple times, there's no vaccine we know that unborn babies are very susceptible to the virus, and we also know that the disease can be passed uh, through sexual activity. So it, it's also an STD as well. So one of the main reasons that makes it so dangerous is the fact that pregnant women that are already infected with the Zika virus can pass the virus to her fetus during the pregnancy or even around the time of birth. So a, a baby that has the Zika virus passed down can end up being born with all kinds of health problems, such as neurological brain problems. So not only are unborn babies and pregnant women susceptible to the Zika virus, but it's also scary right now all of the countries that are experiencing Zika cases around the world. So for example, right now, uh, there's been cases in Belize, Bolivia. There's been a lot of cases in Brazil. Uh, It's been in Costa Rica. It's been in Cuba, which is only 90 miles from the U.S. shore. Uh, The Dominican Republic, Guatemala, Honduras, Panama, the list goes on. So what really makes this disease so dangerous is the fact that there's so little known information about it and the fact that it's spreading around the world. So we really wanted today, we just wanted to help people become aware of the Zika virus and uh, just basically be aware of the fact that it can, you know, it can spread to the U.S. And if it does, uh, right now there's not a whole lot of options that we have besides trying to use uh, bug repellent and mosquito nets and trying to take preventative measures uh, to prevent this disease from breaking out in the U.S. So this disease is becoming more and more well-known uh, around the world, and it is uh, spreading pretty quickly and rapidly. But there needs to be a lot more research done for this virus and how to get rid of it or and or just get rid of the symptoms. Uh And I think that's one thing that we were trying to discuss a little bit in this um, podcast today. So yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it. Like I said, this is just a brief intro into Zika virus. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more research on the way 
But uh, we hope you enjoyed it. Thanks.